0: Hey, hi, and hello, everyone. It's Robert from Into the Riotinverse, coming in real quick before the podcast starts to let you know about some updates. Um, As explained in this episode, uh, mainly the reason we have not been uploading as frequently as we would like to, it comes down to two things. One, I had a ton of computer issues, uh, which I'll explain in a little bit. And two, Hal and I have different schedules that we need to work on in order to find a time to record. We're gonna try our hardest to record frequently enough that we can upload at least an episode a week um, and we appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast and from the bottom of our hearts, thank you also something that unfortunately we won't be talking about in this episode because it was recorded in the distant past. uh The Kane Chronicles has been announced for a Netflix film series, which is going to be great. uh I can't wait to eventually finish the books and then watch the movies in, like, three years. I really can't wait. And uh, other than that, there's no other news. Uh, Please enjoy the episode. We'll be back to continuous uploads at least once a week, every Tuesday. Thank you for your patience and understanding, and enjoy the episode.
1: I don't know how he slept, but I couldn't get a wink. It would have been hard enough with Zaya's comments about passing our tests or done. But the girls' dormitory just wasn't as posh as Amos's mansion.
0: Hey, hi, and hi. hello. Welcome to Into the Riordanverse, a Rick Riordan read-along podcast where we read the books that aren't a part of the Camp Half Blood Chronicles.
1: This includes Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Heroes of Olympus, and The Trials of Apollo.
0: Today we continue our look into the King Chronicles, The Red Pyramid, chapters fifteen and sixteen.
1: A godly birthday party, and how Zaya lost her eyebrows.
0: Hal, how are you, my friend?
1: It's been 5,000 years, almost as long as Iskander has been alive.
0: <laughs> he was alive for like 2,000 years, but yeah, same, I feel that. Uh,
1: you, you had to just let the joke go. <laughs> <laughs> Hal,
0: you just I'm let sorry. It go Hal, I'm sorry, but uh, that's not how things roll here. Hal, it's been a while since you and I have uh, recorded and released an episode.
1: What do you mean? This is happening a week after our last episode. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, sure. So, a lot of it has been technical, technological issues. Where, Hal, uh, have I told you the story? What happened to my laptop?
1: Uh, you spilled. You spilled alcoholic beverage on it.
0: Yes, I spilled alcoholic beverage on it. And so I tried to take it to uh, uh, a U-Break iFix, which is like the best uh, technology repair company in the the United States. I took it to them, and they're like, yeah, we can't repair it. The parts won't come until September. So I'm like, okay, I'll just send it to the manufacturer because I still have an insurance with them, and they can repair it. And then they were telling me for like a month, we're going to fix it. We're ordering the parts. We're going to fix it. We're ordering the parts. And then like a week ago, they're like, yeah, so we can't fix it. Uh, Call us. And so I called them and they're like, yeah, we can't fix it. We're going to give you a refund for the laptop. Would you like an Amazon gift card or a check? And I'm like, I would like the check, please. And they're like, okay, everything should be processed September 2nd. And then from there, it'll take like 10 days to get the check. So I'm just going to take that money and build a computer yeah so that's been a lot and then also uh you graciously have started working again which is good but it's bad for trying to plan out a a podcast recording session it
1: sure is you have no idea how annoying rob is (laughs) every time every time he he messages me i'm either getting ready for work or at work
0: uh and, and i tried to be a little chill but i definitely wasn't chill
1: Oh uh, yeah, he's he's very annoying. It's it went from it went it went from endearing all he cares to oh my god, please. please
0: <laughs> Hal standing there at work thinking this is the, the day I'm gonna snap and kill everyone, and then I message him and, and and I just contribute to that. Honestly, oh boy. But Hal, we're back in business. So far, we're gonna try and keep somewhat a consistent uploading schedule, maybe. Somewhat. I I don't know if consistency is going to be in our language, but we're going to try for that at least.
1: It's it's good to it's good to have goals, have dreams.
0: Uh, what is that like? Oh, I wouldn't know. I'm going to ask you. Oof. So, Hal, as we said, we are a read along podcast. So, let's talk about the chapters we read. Chapters 15 and 16. Hal, what did you give a godly birthday party?
1: I gave this an 8. We've got some some interesting backstory here. You know, Sadie's always a plus.
0: Yeah, I gave it a 7. (laughs) GG. And what did you give how Zaya lost her eyebrows?
1: I also gave that
0: an 8. I gave that a 9, because that was a beautiful chapter.
1: We're back to time.
0: We're back to time. At some point, I need to actually go back through the episodes and figure out who's in the lead, uh, if anyone would like to. Oh, Hal! We actually got a couple of emails. I forgot to tell you that. Ooh. Basically both emails. So one was from Emily and she's like, I like the old format. And the other one was from, from <laughs> I like the old format. And the second one was from someone named Carter, who's like, I'm not the Carter from the books. I'm like, sure, buddy, you're not, but continue. And he was like, I also don't like the the new format, and I prefer the old format. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're just doing the old format, stumbling through the books like a bunch of toddlers.
1: It's it's It, it, it probably has a more endearing look than our attempt at order.
0: <laughs> and how? At the end, well, not at the end, towards the end of the podcast, we're doing a couple of new things, which it won't change the format of how we used to do things. It just adds to the format.
1: Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Carter, I feel like we're going to get an angry email from Carter. And I'm going to laugh at you.
0: You know what? Shut your face. All right. So now let's start looking into the chapters that we read. Chapter 15, I attend the, not, not I attend, it's a godly birthday party. How? What happens in this chapter?
1: All right. So Sadie has some trouble dreaming, so she loses herself in some art. After experiencing a not-so-happy birthday party, she has a lovely chat with Iskander until he sends her to sleep. She wakes up the next day and Zaya takes her and Carter to start training. After some tattoos and swearing, it's revealed that Iskander is dead and that Carter and Sadie will most likely be punished and killed for this. Zaya lets them go Oh, and out heroes.
0: I, I, that, out that's heroes. supposed to be our.
1: GG. <laughs> our heroes run towards Zenopolis to leave Egypt.
0: Yeah, that's a typo oops i'm just
1: gonna i'm gonna pretend that you know basic phonics
0: i know how to english somewhat so let's talk about this chapter a godly birthday party um i definitely relate to sadie so much about just having that moment where you can't sleep so you just wander around the place you're staying at
1: uh you you're the you're the type of person that
0: runs into walls aren't you heck yeah and then I go to art, and then I get lost in it, literally. <laughs> so the chapter opens up with Sadie being like, I can't sleep. It's really weird here. I'm going to go out for a walk. And so she goes back to the uh Hall of Ages. And so she's like, I'm just really curious about those images, those memories that Zaya had called them. And so she steps up to this one particular painting, drawing, hieroglyphic I- interpretation. Powerpoint powerpoint <laughs> Um and she touches it and suddenly she's in the palace of the gods this is actually some twilight zone shit, like no for a little real bit. a little bit, a
1: little bit a little
0: she bit. just touches a painting and she's suddenly in the past it's definitely a mood that one of the first things she's like like one of the first emotions she's feeling when she's in the past in this like godly birthday party is that this really good looking boy in uh black robes comes up to him and he's like, "Are you a ghost?" and she's like, "What uh hello what marry me hello what
1: <laughs> we call it we'll call it a childhood crush oh
0: God
1: it's cute okay.
0: it's, it's cute boy he's cute boy, and we find out that this is Osiris's birthday. It's really weird to me to think of all these like powerful gods just chilling with like cake and birthday presents.
1: I imagine Happy Birthday playing the black version of Happy Birthday in the background. It's the, o- it's the only way it's Egypt, of course, it's the black version of Happy Birthday.
0: What's the black version of Happy Birthday? Happy Birthday to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, in, in, in Hispanic culture, we don't have... We, we just say it in Spanish, and then normally afterwards we have like a little chant.
1: Uh, you start summoning gods after after you say happy birthday, copy.
0: We say happy birthday, we go like how old are you now? And then we're like uh, I don't know, roughly translating the chat is like, the chant. The chant! I know how to speak English. Are you sure? I I guess. Maybe. It's just like, you know, we wish you many happy years, blah 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 blah. We
1: wish you stop feeding. We wish you stop feeding. We wish you
0: stop feeding. And stop walking into my wall but how what happens at this godly birthday party uh basically they have a party crasher
1: the of the the evil antagonist
0: variety (laughs) the worst variety
1: the worst variety
0: who is our who is our party crasher set is our party crasher
1: Oh no! He appears at the party with a very, very fancy, very fancy box, very fancy box. And he he just punks the entire party. He says, hey, hey, if you guys can get into this box, you get super magic powers. And the gods, the gods have no kind of like self-preservation. Like, hmm, this guy seems very suspicious. Maybe we shouldn't get into the box. It helps that the majority of them cannot get into the box, so. Yeah. Even if they even if they wanted to, they couldn't.
0: Even when they try to change their shapes with magic, they couldn't, like, fit in the box properly. And then Set is like, hey, Osiris, my dude, my guy, birthday boy, ha <laughs> ha, wouldn't it be funny if you fit in the box? And Osiris is like, well, uh, okay. And he jumps into the box.
1: He's like, I've been challenged, so I have to. And his wife is like, um... Um, this guy, this guy, this guy doesn't like you, friend. You should probably, Iris Iris is Nikki in this situation. Like um, She really is. It's like, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't try and, maybe you shouldn't try and get into the mysterious box that nobody else can get into. Despite many people here sharing your body type.
0: I love how Seth's offended. He's like, me? Evil? No, it's just a simple gift from my brother.
1: And then he gets into the box and the box is predictably a trap and he's like haha i was evil all along
0: <laughs> i was evil this whole time and you fell for it and everyone else is like we we didn't we know you're evil and he's like my dastardly plan continues
1: <laughs> but yeah the 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 coffin the coffin coffins box was predictably a trap and the Osiris is now is
0: now trapped trapped oof It'd be like that. And now uh, Set is chasing off Isis because he's like, yeah, I see you're pregnant. Uh, We're not going to let that happen. And Isis runs away. She turns into a bird. She keeps flying away and fleeing. And Set almost catches her. And then Iskander pulls uh, Sadie out of the, the painting. And then Iskander is like, yeah, sorry about that, dude, but uh, you were almost dead. And Sadie's like, wait, what? You speak English? And he's like, mm, how do you know I'm speaking English? Maybe you speak Greek. And I'm like, ah, ah, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm.
1: He's, like, he's like, I'm going to bamboozle you until you stop thinking too hard about it.
0: Well, I was thinking like, oh, what if you're speaking Greek? I'm like, oh, yeah, Percy Jackson, you know, the guy we're not supposed to talk about.
1: That's why I didn't talk about him.
0: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I broke our one rule, Hal. I broke our only rule.
1: Bamboozled again.
0: And so they're talking and, you know, she's like, so how old are you? And he's like, eh, you know, about as old as when Cleopatra the seventh came. And she's like, no, you're not old. And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm that old. I'm really old, dude.
1: Have you, have you looked really hard at me? Like, looked at me? Like, do you see these wrinkles? Have you seen my wrinkles,
0: wrinkles, wrinkles?
1: <laughs> this wrinkle reaches the floor.
0: and she's like so you're immortal and he's like no i'm not really immortal and then he just like non or like inconspicuously coughs and he's like yeah i'm fine i'm just not immortal
1: this had to be the worst case of foreshadowing ever like if you had no idea what was happening in like the next couple of minutes you are blind your eyesight is probably as bad as his
0: sadie is like seeing this man coughing like I mean he's not coughing blood but like he's coughing and he's like I'm not immortal you know in fact you know what? never mind let's just talk about something else I'd have been like excuse me what <laughs>
1: excuse me sir what what is what is afflicting you
0: the rest of this chapter pretty much falls down to a tale as old as time like it keeps repeating iskander's like, yeah. So that event you saw, Set taking the throne, hiding Osiris, Osiris in a coffin. I mean, that all happened, and it's gonna kind of happen again. It's kind of already happened again.
1: It sure is happening again because being fathers being locked in boxes seems to be uh seems to be uh something we we experienced earlier in this book. <laughs>
0: I like how to sort of state that he's really old and out of it. He's like, you know, humans can, how do you modern say, think outside the cup Mm. and say he's like the box. And they're talking about this because they're talking about how gods can sort of have hosts, which are usually powerful objects like statues or ambulance, but they prefer the human form because humans have the creativity and gods have the power.
1: They also they also mention that gods are nasty and often have a very incestuous relationships with each other. He he tries to like pass it off like, Hey, hey, it's it's fine, they're gods. They don't they don't actually have blood relations to each other, so it's it's fine. And I'm like, No, they're nasty just because they're gods doesn't mean they're not nasty
0: (laughs) yeah so rick keeps doing that he did that in the percy jackson books you know the books we're not allowed to talk about where (laughs) when like characters would fall in love with each other they'd be like wait but aren't they like related technically through their godly side and rick had to come in and be like your godly side does not count percy and annabeth can be together it's fine (laughs) and we're like okay still a little weird bro but it's okay
1: Just a a tiny bit, but let's not think too hard about it.
0: And so Iskander's like, listen, I mean, gods aren't, like, they all have different agendas. If a human, like, host burns out, the god will just move on. And that's sort of why the different interpretations of um, uh, Isis, Horus, and all the other gods, like, in some versions they're depicted as brother and sister, and some versions they're depicted as uh, wife and husband they've been reborn and suddenly they can bang you are really pushing this <laughs> not so pg rating
1: you know what I, i'm gonna be completely honest i totally forgot and i was like oh wait right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i censor out bleeps and that apparently keeps us still in like the pg zone apparently that, that that's what counts gg
1: have fun editing
0: have fun editing. It's super easy to bleep out something. And so Eskander starts talking to her about her mom and all the different powers that people have, all the different forms of magic, and how Sadie and Carter's mom, in particular, had one really special gift that not many people can have. Divinity. Yep. Divinity. Divination. Seeing the future. That's tricky business, says Iskander. Never perfect. But she saw things that made her seek advice from unconventional places.
1: Like attractive, attractive men
0: like (laughs) julius (laughs) Kane,
1: she's just like um can you can you help can you help me with this vision no particular reason
0: and then iskander's like yeah you know what i'm just an old man babbling on being crazy time to go to sleep sadie nap time and sadie's like but i'm not tired and he just like touches her head and she goes to sleep sleepy time which is like the definition of bad touch
1: honestly but you know what you're gonna you're gonna look past it we're going to just look past that.
0: And then we move on to chapter 16, how Zaya lost her eyebrows, which immediately opens up with Zaya waking up Sadie with a cold bucket of ice water.
1: Ah, uh, back to when I was a child getting ready for elementary school and did not want to actually get up.
0: Same. My dad would be like, okay, Robert, it's 9 a.m. on a Saturday. You're getting up. I'm like, but I'm sleepy. And he's like, okay, bottle of water it is. <laughs>
1: you only got a bottle.
0: Uh, it was either a bottle or sometimes my dad would fill up a cup and he, he wouldn't like trinkle it onto me. He would just fall on splash it and I'd be like, dad, what the heck? And he's like, get up. We have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what? watch cartoons. Yeah, I never understood why my parents were like, you need to get up at 8 a.m. on Saturday. I'm like, we aren't even going to do anything today. Why am I getting up so early?
1: Uh, no questions. Just get up.
0: It's kind of like how when your family forces you to clean out every single room of the house, even though the guests aren't going to be in, like, half the rooms.
1: Uh, You have guests.
0: (laughs) I mean, we haven't had guests. No one should be having guests during these times, as, uh, uh, unfortunately, the coronavirus pandemic is getting worse in the U.S.
1: Again, predictably.
0: Again, predictably. I remember last episode how we were like, oh, we're recording this in the past. We have no idea what's going on. But that bad thing that happened, wow, is it wasn't that bad, and like it was kind of a joke. But also, a lot of bad things have happened in the past two weeks. Honestly, and, and it it just got r- it really bad. How I don't know if you listen to the news or anything, but I've taken to oh, listening I've to. Been, it.
1: I've been avoiding the news specifically because um, it's bad of the antics.
0: Yeah. I've taken to listening to NPR on my drive to and from work. And Ooh, let me you're, tell you, you're trapping yourself. Ooh. <laughs> let me tell you, it's sad. It's very sad.
1: Like My mom my mom likes to watch nothing but MSNBC and CNN. And I'm like, oh, don't do that.
0: Just watch some like cartoons and you'll be fine. Just ignore everything that's going on which uh which which leads into my uh PSA uh learn how to vote in your state if you are eligible to vote and vote please and thank you
1: yeah i know i know i know our options aren't exactly great but there is one option that is much 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 less great
0: Suck uh, it, suck up it up and let's, and move let's move on, on. <laughs> I, I don't want to get political here but f- Trump. Um, so let's let's go back to our children's book, Hal. Let's dwell back let's dwell back into the world where we don't have to remember that the world outside is on fire. It's
1: it's 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 really something when the world inside the book where gods are trying to take over the world is probably better than the world that we currently live in.
0: A little bit, yeah. So let's let's get back into it. So Zaya wakes up Sadie with a bucket of ice water and Sadie's like, dude, what the hell? And she's like, Well Uh, it's time to go to, uh, the, the, the training time for bath time. Mm -hmm.
1: And she's like bath time, but you just splashed me with water.
0: I want food, please. And thank you. And she's like, well, you got to do your training stuff. If you survive, we'll see about food. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. You're you're just going to have these kids train and fight on an empty stomach. How could you?
1: And I love that Sadie's used to it at this point. She's like, oh, fine.
0: And so they go to the bathhouse, and Carter's there with his um. He was he's dressed in linen. He has his dad's work bag and his sword strap. And Sadie remembers uh, Iskander's words from the other night, which we didn't talk about. Where Iskander's like, "Your brother's going to need your guidance."
1: And she's like, "My guidance," but he's older than me and stupid, but also wiser.
0: And Carter's like, "Why are you staring at me, funny?" And Sadie's like, "Yeah, we'll talk about it later."
1: He's like, "Did you? Did she? Like, did you? Did you sleep well? Did you?" Did you at least get good nap time? And he's like,
0: <laughs> he frowns in Zaya's general direction, and Z- and Sadie's immediately like, does my brother have a crush on Zaya?
1: Ew, cooties,
0: Ew, cooties. How old are they again? They're thirteen and fourteen.
1: Yeah, this is probably like the end of their cootie phase.
0: I mean, listen, I definitely noticed how cute people were by the time I was fourteen.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's an entrapment but
0: and so she's like okay here's some water drink and they're like it's just water yeah but it's water that's been purified by contact with thoth it's magic water it's magic water that will like purify your mind and like make you drink straight And I love how Sadie, again, we have to remember that Sadie's super British. So she's like, ah, yes, it's like a good, strong cup of Grand's tea.
1: It's basically, we're going to slide past it, but it's basically Adderall.
0: (laughs) It really is, though. God, my sister listens to this podcast. And now that you said Adderall, she's going to bother me and be like, yeah, you know that Adderall thing that you should probably take? Yeah, go take it. Mm Mm-hmm maybe some antidepressants, some anti-anxiety meds, ADHD meds, just take the whole file, uh, the whole medical cabinet.
1: And say just take drug, go.
0: Take drug, go talk to a therapist and I'm like, I'll do that eventually and then I don't do it.
1: Yeah. That's why I should keep bothering you about it, but enough about enough about this personal stuff. <laughs> uh,
0: and they're like, "Okay, it's tattoo time." And they're like, "What?" Yeah, on the tongue.
1: And they're like, um, no. And then she starts talking with her tongue out of her mouth. And I'm like, yep, we used to do that as kids as well.
0: Yep. And she's like, this is the mot, the symbol of order and harmony. It'll help you speak magic clearly. Because if you have a mistake with a spell, Sadie's like, yeah, we're going to die.
1: And she's like, it doesn't hurt, I promise. And it's not it's not a permanent tattoo, and it's promised. And Carter is like, I know something's wrong here. How does it taste? And Zaya's like, and like don't worry about it. Just stick out your tongue. And it predictably tastes tastes awful
0: like burning car tires
1: and i I love how she says she spits out a blue gob of order and harmony into the
0: fountain so now because carter already inherited um all of julius's stuff they have to give sadie a different kit and so they give her a kit that has an ivory wand a rod some paper an ink set a bit of twine and a lovely chunk of wax
1: And she's like, "I want, I want statue. Give me, give me small statue. Give me, give me statue.
0: I want a doughboy." And Zaya's like, "You got to make that yourself, sis." He's like, "Oh."
1: And Zaya's like, "Zaya's like, yeah. Most people, most people are good at certain things. They have different affinities." He's like, "There are other. There are many disciplines like healing, amulet making, animal charming, elementalists." combat magicians necromancy they just gloss over necromancy
0: they really do they're like n- magic involving the dead just yeah yeah we have that
1: although considering osiris's title it it i guess yeah. i guess it's probably a lot less taboo in this in this culture than it is in most others but yeah like necromancy
0: <laughs> I, I like how it's more taboo that sadie's like divination and Zaya's like yeah but why Mm -hmm. and she's like no reason
1: no no questions and then we go back to the library but this library is predictably bigger than the one that was in New York
0: Zaya brings out uh, a papyrus scroll and a stylus and she dips in an ink and she's like okay so there's the Egyptian word sheesh which means scribe or writer but it can also mean magician that is because magic, at its most basic, turns words into reality. You will write a, you will create a scroll, use your own magic, and you will send power into the words on paper.
1: For example, you can say, ooh, ooh, And immediately make everybody in the vicinity <sighs> cringe.
0: <laughs> you definitely made me cringe, holy sh**. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're doing it long distance. I'm a very powerful magician. You're a very powerful magician. Your words have power oh god I, I, I'm i still cringing I can't believe you just said that <laughs> and so she's like yep so write something write any word and Carter's like in English? and she's like if you have to any language will work but hieroglyphics are the best
1: and he's like I'm gonna try and make a bird and the bird comes to life surprisingly like he didn't mess that up but then the bird poops on him and leaves but yeah they they keep attempting to make to to make something happen with magic and then and then Sadie's like, let's actually let's let's do stuff like like making doors explode. And she's like, Zai's like, oh, that's yeah, you can you can do that, but it's gonna take a while for you to be able to do that. And Sadie's like, actually, and then Carter's like, and Carter's like, like shut, no. up, shut <laughs> up, shut up, shut up. she's like, don't do that. And then Z- and then Sadie's like, ah, fire. This is this is the logical path path for me to make and. Fire. I, I fire. barely
0: have any training. I barely have any training. And I'm just gonna write the word fire on a piece of uh papyrus, and lo and behold, she summons a giant column of fire.
1: And and swoosh Daya's eyebrows are gone.
0: That's a that's a pretty powerful magic trick. And so now afterwards they step into another into they summon wait they step into another swirling circle of sand and they pop out at Luxor and Carter is amazed he's like this is like 100 miles south of Cairo and Sadie's like dude we came to Cairo from New York mm-hmm. and
1: he's too busy nerding out to actually acknowledge her acknowledge her but Luxor we get a little history lesson where Luxor used to be the city of thieves
0: and the temple was one of the most important places in Egypt. The best place to practice.
1: And then there, she's like, because it's already destroyed, and Zaya's is like, no, Sadie, it's it still has a lot of magic, and it's quite important to your family, you know. Carter's like, they they start examining their their surroundings, and notice that there are several obelisks in the area. And Carter's like, you know, you know, there used to be a one of the obelisks that used to be here is actually actually in Paris. And she's mm-hmm. like, um, I thought they were in New York and London. And like, that's, that's, those are different options
0: And then, uh, Sadie's like, I wish I was in Paris a lot better than this place. And so, with one in Paris, one in Luxor, they go into, like, the, I guess it's what, a coliseum? What was it? A temple. A temple, yeah. Coliseums are Roman, I have to remember that.
1: Yeah, but you have to remember Rome eventually took most of this place over, so...
0: What, what I do love is now that they enter the temple, um, Zaya, draw- she takes out her staff, and instead of, like, drawing a circle with the staff, she magics two circles to appear mm-hmm. in the stand. And and this is when it's revealed that Sadie and Carter have to duel each other.
1: And they're like, but we've had no proper training, and Sadie makes things explode.
0: And Zaya's like, Yeah, it'll be fine. We're just gonna do, like basic stuff. This will be like sumo wrestling. The first magician to push the other magician out of the circle wins.
1: And Carter's like sword fight.
0: <laughs> sword fight. Carter's brain is just like three things. Egyptian mythology, sword, and pretty girl.
1: Honestly. Ah, so normal Normal 14-year-old boys copy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think normal 14-year-olds think about sword.
1: I did. I, I like swords. But... <laughs> No, actual sword. Stop it. (laughs) Oh my god, I I hate you so much. I
0: I, I also enjoy a sword every now and then. (laughs) I love uh, putting the handle in my hand.
1: Uh, You thought I was bad. I hate you. Oh my god.
0: What are you talking about, Hal? I'm just talking about swords.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, we're going to move on from this. so they they begin to duel
0: it's time to duel
1: I'm surprised we haven't made more Yu-Gi-Oh jokes considering the topic at hand oh yeah they were they were talking about I was talking about Carter immediately pulling out his sword like hey, time for sword fight and Sadie Sadie is like fire I mean Sadie's a real maniac. That, I, that's I that's
0: that's just their that's just their two personalities right there one is sword, and one is fire honestly one is explode i, I, I imagine if sadie just like pointed a finger at carter and was like um what's the word for explode again in, in in egyptian oh yeah i'm just gonna go back i guess all the way to no
1: they use it later on too i'm oh do they do that? i'm pretty sure they
0: do i mean maybe all right and so they start their little fight. Um, Sadie uses her fire, and Zaya's like, careful, you need to use the magic that's in your item, not the magic in you. You will literally burn up if you use up all your magic. He's said, what are you talking about?
1: And we get history lesson number two. Basically, the gist of it is that magic can be drawn from different sources. Most magicians have their own internal magic, but you can also channel magic from different sources. Basically Zaya brings up their connection their family's connection to the to to the um pharaohs such as Ramses um I forgot the other one. There's
0: a in here somewhere.
1: Nick, Narmer, that's the one.
0: Hey you did it.
1: But basically both of their both of their bloodlines are descended from different pharaohs, so they are uniquely powerful and they bring up the point that A lot of the pharaohs were hosts to gods.
0: Yep. And so they go all the way through the the bloodline. And that Carter's side of the family, or Carter's dad's side of the family, descends from Narmer, the first pharaoh. And the faucets descend from Ramses the Great.
1: So basically, Zion's like, the reason why you're so dangerous to us is because Because of these two bloodlines, you guys are uniquely suited to be host to gods. And then they're like, no, we wouldn't be hosting gods. What are you talking about? You're wrong. And then Zaya's like, well, prove it then. Your magic should be extremely weak since you've had no training whatsoever.
0: And and Sadie's like, okay, fine. Here's my staff. I will summon cat. Attack Zaya. And the cat that comes out is like, actually, I'm going to attack Carter. (laughs) It's like, She lion, go. <laughs> and then Carter's like, alright, it's time to become a Gundam. Honestly. I saw Bass do it, I'm gonna do it, and he just becomes a Gundam and he turns into this like giant holographic uh like falcon person.
1: Yeah, basically, he's he summons he summons the power of the god that he is he is
0: hosting. And then Zaya's like, wait a minute, the Falcon? How could you? And this is where we found out that Iskander is dead. R.I.P. He,
1: he, 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 he deader than dead. We totally did not see this coming.
0: It totally wasn't foreshadowed in, in the last chapter. And now because he's dead, uh, Jardins? what did we say we were going to call him? Douchebag? Douchebag, yes. Douchebag is like, well, uh, it's time to kill these kids. And... Sadie and Carter's like that's crazy you know we're innocent and Zaya's like well I gotta follow the law of the gnome but if you guys run away I can't stop
1: you. He's like we haven't been ordered yet so get to the chopper.
0: Get to the chopper. Get to the obelisk and get out of here and as they're leaving Zaya's like you guys need to be very careful because the next time we meet we're going to be enemies.
1: He's like we totally don't have gods inside of us we're totally threatened by you.
0: And just like that, the chapter ends with Sadie and Carter running off towards the obelisk.
1: Oh yeah, basic 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 antics. Like, yep, you're you're not allowed to get comfortable.
0: <laughs> you're not allowed to get comfortable.
1: What? You want actual training? Nah, real world experience. No.
0: <laughs> we're just gonna force you to fight each other. Now, how? Yeah. As I alluded to earlier, we have a couple new things we're doing. Oh well. Oh well. So Hal, you never, ever told me which one sounded better. I had two different names for this bit. And you're going to tell me now which one sounds better. Uh, Walk like an Egyptian or scrolling through the Egyptian age. Oh, God, they're
1: so cheesy. I remember why I didn't answer you when I saw these. (laughs) I was like, oh, these are so bad. These are so corny.
0: That's the point. This Um, is a really corny show.
1: This is so corny. Oh, my God. Um so which one um, are we doing Hal? scrolling through the egyptian age that sounds <clears> that sounds <throat> a little if, better the, the pun hurts me more but <laughs> if i have to suffer it then everybody else has to suffer
0: all right so now we're introducing our new segment scrolling through the egyptian age where i guess we're well, mainly me but hal if you want to ever jump in Aka, a- a- K- a- have, sh- have I ever shared ever ever share the word doc with you? Mm-hmm. But uh, where I will go through some of the gods' mythology and Egyptian like um, lore and stuff we learned throughout these chapters, because this is the first time I'm doing it. There's so a surprising uh, a lot to count to to count. There's a lot to really uh, track in this first in these two chapters. So first of all, we have the Ba, if you remember that handsome boy in the past called Sadie a Ba, and a Ba is a spiritual entity, which is sometimes seen as a human-headed bird hovering over the, the deceased or, or exiting the tombs in the hieroglyphics. It was a part of the soul that could travel between the worlds of the living and the dead.
1: As you may have remembered, Carter actually turned into one of these in the early chapter.
0: And then we have an, we have Isis, who is the daughter of the god Geb and the sky goddess nuts <laughs> in addition to her traditional roles as a wife mother healer and protector of the dead isis was worshipped as the goddess of good fortune the sea and travel
1: she was also the queen of gods back when osiris was king
0: we also have osiris now did you mention him he was the first child of nut and geb osiris is the god of fertility agriculture the afterlife the dead resurrection life and vegetation. So he's, he's a bit overstated, please, nerf. And then we have Set, who is the brother of Osiris. He is the god of deserts, storms, disorder, violence, and foreigners in ancient Egyptian mythology.
1: Ah, uh, Ares. Copy.
0: Pretty much, I mean. We also have Thoth, who is the Egyptian god of writing, magic, wisdom, and the moon. He was one of the most important gods of ancient Egypt, alternatively said to be self-created or born of the seed of Horus from the forehead of Set. Ah, Athena, coffee. <laughs> Listen, stop, stop, stop doing that.
1: Stop making sense. Ah, uh, never.
0: So that ends the like mythology portion. Now let's go more into the history portion where we talk briefly about Cleopatra the Seventh. She was a ruler of Egypt, but guess what? She wasn't Egyptian. She was also the product of incest, she was Julius Caesar's, or at least one of them's love interest, and she was the wife of Mark Anthony. She also died via snake bite. Uh, approximately August 12, 30 BC. Now we have Nectanebo II, who was the third and last king of the 30th dynasty of Egypt. He was the last of the native Egyptian kings. We have Ramses the Great, where architect- architecture flourished under his rule. He signed the oldest known peace treaty uh, in existence. He had over 100 kids, 200 wives, and he reigned from 1279 to 1213 BC a total of 66 years and two da- and two months. He died at the age of 90, and he probably had arthritis. <laughs> he
1: probably had arthritis.
0: <laughs> probably. And then lastly, we have uh, Sekhmet. In Egyptian mythology, Sekhmet is a warrior goddess as well as goddess of healing. She is depicted as a lioness. She was seen as the protector of the pharaohs and led them in warfare. So this is like actually Ares slash Athena. <laughs> And that ends our first ever scrolling through the Egyptian age. That name is still so cheesy. Hal, if you think that's cheesy, wait until you hear about the next segment we're doing. I thought it'd be fun for me to throw in a little bit of a prediction to what happens in the next couple chapters. Uh, And interestingly enough, we were introduced to the magic of the future which is divination so welcome to our next segment consult the divine where i predict what happens in the next coming chapter so i think that carter and sadie are going to escape to paris i think that was planted early on in the chapter and that's going to be the only location fresh on their mind plus the obelisk here in luxor is connected to the one in paris so i think that's where they're going to go to next after that i don't really know what else they're going to do all right hell and with that We are coming to the end of our podcast. Hal, do you have any final thoughts?
1: I do not, actually. I enjoyed these chapters pretty, very much. As usual, Sadie made it much more entertaining.
0: A lot of sass on Sadie and Zayas' part. Carter actually had a few zingers in himself. It was very interesting to go through all this uh, Egyptian-like mythology and practice.
1: With that, it is time for us to bid everyone adieu.
0: So it's time for our credits um if you want to email the show you can email us at into the riot inverse at gmail.com send us your questions your comments concerns or heck even come by to say hi if you want to follow the show on social media we're on twitter at riot on twitter.com if you want to follow me on twitter i am at the damn meme page damn spelled d-a-m if you would like to follow hal on social media
1: you cannot because i don't have social media haha <laughs> just email the show
0: <laughs> <laughs> our icon was drawn by ran pakoka if you want to follow him on twitter it's at r-a-n-p-a-k-o-k-a ran pan ran pakoka on twitter.com uh that's about it how it was a pleasure doing a podcast with you we will see you all next week
1: bye-bye I have a good one adios